station of the ECU Pirates. Johnson show in the afternoons on the way home. Play Travis in the mornings and Adam Gold middays now. Dan Patrick, the herd. Wow, quite a lineup. What do you say? Star studded. Uh, ben Byram there producing. Ben, you all right? I'm all right. No coronavirus yet. We are uh, safely distanced and quarantined in separate rooms and don't. Oh, I'll say this. Ben had to bring me a cut sheet today. And you'd have thought, you'd have thought it was Chernobyl. I mean, you had every, you had the hood on, the, the gloves, the mask, the goggles. Where, first of all, where'd you get such a, it looked like you have like maybe a, you know, like a weed whacking operation or something where you go and do, you know, like, uh, cut lawns and stuff. Is that what, where a lot of that was out of the shed or type of thing? Is that? Well, you taking extra precautions got me very worried, okay? Look, well, no, I take extra precautions anyway. As I can't a, trust anybody around here. As an admitted germaphobe, and this is not personal for anyone. I was around somebody today, and I had a mask thing, like a lawnmower mask on. Now, I'm not hoarding masks from medical people. Get I mean, a hazmat suit on. Yeah. And I said, look, I'm wearing this mask around you. I don't, don't take it personally. And the woman said, you have one that could cover your face. No, she didn't say that. She didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> welcome in. Uh, boy, where to start? Cam Newton released. So we had Zoki book before all this was going to happen. So, I mean, Zoke's going to be, I'm sure, really uh, a joy to talk to today. Uh, because Cam Newton, who for nine years was the face of the franchise in Charlotte, is, uh, is no longer with the uh, organization. They could not find a trade partner or a suitable trade. Although Schefter was reporting that apparently he had a very good uh, medically cleared workout and that his 
shoulder and his foot are in great shape. Now, I mean, Schefter also put his own spin on, you know, hunger in his eyes and all that, which I thought was a little strange. But uh, if Cam is medically 100% and to pick up on the Schefter weird comment about hunger in his eyes, I think if Cam is mentally ready to go, mentally refreshed, because I think the injuries really did wear him down mentally, I think that there's a a really good quarterback that somebody's going to wind up with, uh, be it the Chargers, be it the Bears, be it somebody. It's worth the play for sure. Cam healthy is unlike any other athlete in the league. We might let's put this up on a um, let's put this up on a uh, Twitter poll. Okay, who would you rather have as a starting quarterback right now, Cam Newton or famous Jameis Winston? We'll put that on our Twitter page at nine four three the game on Twitter. I think that'd be a fascinating. We haven't done a Twitter poll in a while. It's kind of a version of who you got, but it's. Uh, I, I'd be anxious to see what the answers to that are tomorrow, wouldn't you? I mean, he may sign with somebody. One of them may between now and then. I doubt it, but. But who would you rather have? I, uh, it all depends on your situation. Winston showed some showed some signs. But then he's so careless with the football. Newton is not going to complete a great deal percentage-wise. And if he can't run, you know what I'm saying? If he can't, that di- that part of his game that makes him so dynamic is not anything that's going to be readily available to somebody because of just the amount of punishment he's taken. Then does that make Cam a more valuable player in some ways than Winston. I'd be fascinated to see. I have a, well, no, actually, I don't have a feeling how that would go. Winston's younger. Newton's a vet. It just depends on the situation, I guess. I think Cam's a very polarizing figure, so I'm, I'm thinking well, it's going to be split. Have you heard tell of Jameis Winston? <laughs> Not exactly winning a lot of popularity for sure, contests. For sure. Eating the W, stealing crab legs. All that other mess he got involved. I mean, you're you're dealing with a couple of divisive personalities there. He learned he needs to learn how to behave in an Uber for sure. Well, that too. So, uh, I'd I'd be anxious to so let's get that up on the poll there and uh, maybe update it when the sh- before the show ends and then we'll run it to right before the show tomorrow. How does that sound? In other words, twenty four hours. Uh the mayor of Green Boy. I tell you what. While I think a lot of people may uh, take our sports diversion and maybe even comment on it, and maybe put something up on our Facebook page as well, you just have them answer in the comments. But Or, you know, one of those things, thumbs up for Cam and smiley face or whatever for Jameis, something. You'll, you'll come up with it, Ben. But speaking of social media outrage, the Pitt County commissioners last night put out this, what they called shelter in place, but then quickly renamed it a stay home and the way it was worded and the way it made before all the news was totally out on it. And the release was totally out on it. It made it seem like that they had shut the whole County down. Now there's a lot to be left open to interpretation. I mean, they keep the restaurants open stores, certain professions open, but it's, it's just a, it was just, I want to say it was a little bit of a jumping the gun a little bit. And that was just really, really unfortunate because it just led to a lot of confusion 
for for people. And then it was revealed this morning on uh, Talk of the Town that the city council had given Mayor Conley a chance to be sort of the sole decider of uh, a shelter in place for the city of Greenville. Uh, this is uh, Mayor Conley talking about that. This is a pretty lengthy cut. We've got so much going on, I don't know if we want to get to, to all of it here. But let's let's play the second cut from PJ from that uh, interview this morning, Mayor Conley, where he talks about a need for everybody to kind of come together and be on the same page when making this sort of announcement. This is cut 10 on our vast cut roster. We as a community need to continue to have conversations, you know, because what are, what are, how are we going to create this shelter in place? What model are we going to duplicate? Each model has been completely different. Um, what is the, the time frame? You know, how long is this going to take place? You know, and I think that we as a, as a region need to sit down and talk about this. You know, I mean, I think the, the end all is that everybody probably should do it at the exact same time. Because what good is it going to do if Pitt County does it and all the other counties around us and Wake County don't do it? Then we open it up after that first incubation period of 14 days. And then we've got people that are going back and forth on a regular basis, you know, essentially affecting our community again. Did we just prolong the inevitable? You know, I think that's, some, that's a question that we need to ask. So the mayor uh, releasing an announcement today saying, as of now, there will not be a shelter in place in Greenville, which he's been given the authority to decide upon. Uh, I did talk with the mayor earlier this morning, and he really kind of took me through all of the people that are involved in this decision. And even at the county level, when they were involved in these discussions, I think that's what was so perplexing to me after talking to the mayor was, the county kind of acted unilaterally in a sense. They just made their own decision without really kind of broke the, the chain of communication among all the different municipalities and all of the uh, various uh, other officials in the city and the county. It's just it was such a bizarre thing once you actually read what they did, and it just seemed like you created a lot of alarm and uncertainty in times where we don't need uncertainty. And... I'm not going to sit here and hack on that governing body, but gracious, it just seems like whoever's running that bowl of fruit and nuts needs to get on the same page with everybody else. It just, it just, I mean, that was one thing that today people were talking about. I stopped in a couple of places to pick up some things and they said, yeah, business has been pretty good, but that what was released by the County, it was just so confusing to people. Yeah. You know, we don't have as many people as we had yesterday. It just was very, very confusing. Uh, the Dow up biggest gains ever in a day, tw- over 2,100 points. So uh, a couple of our good friends here in the community uh, who are in that business are maybe having a little better day than uh, they were having uh, here in recent times. And uh, the coronavirus, uh, I, I meant to mention yesterday, I, I reached out to Dave Jordan. He had been kind of isolating himself because he had been around somebody exposed uh or had been tested for coronavirus. He'd, he had been around someone who had been tested. And uh, Dave said he was feeling great. He was feeling fine. He'd be back soon. Uh, I, I've always liked Dave Jordan quite a bit. He's got a really good sense of humor. Uh, but he's a professional on the air and just a nice guy. Well, that person who he was around that was tested was another great friend of ours, a guy I've known for 20-some-odd years. And I've always uh, loved and got along great with Billy Weaver. Uh, but Billy Weaver put out this video this afternoon, uh, sports director for WITN. 
Hey everybody, I've been getting a lot of text messages, emails, phone calls from people wondering if I've just fallen off the face of the earth. Obviously that's not the case and obviously this uh, video is long overdue. Just to get it out of the way right from the beginning, I am being tested for coronavirus, the COVID-19 um, virus that's been going around. Uh, just to give you a timeline of what's been going on, uh, back on Sunday, March 15th, I started to feel a little rough. Um, Monday, I developed a bad cough. Um, Tuesday, I took off work to try and rest. I was very tired, coughing a lot, uh, and just not feeling very well. Uh, I did get a doctor's appointment at 9 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Uh, when I went in, the doctor checked me out, uh, did a flu test. The flu test came back negative, which uh, was not good because then that, you know, if it was just the flu, then we could deal with that. Uh, so that's when the doctor ordered the um, coronavirus test on Wednesday at 9 a.m. I was told that I need to be self-quarantined for the next three to four days until the test results came back. Um, now it's been seven days and I still have not heard anything, uh, which is very disheartening. Um, it's a little irritating. Um, and the only reason I say that is because I've been in this house uh, by myself, uh, as a lot of you have been as well. Uh, but those said, the last seven days has been very rough. Um, bad coughs, uh, sleeping a lot, very tired. Um, at times, just feeling miserable. Today is the best that I've felt in over a week, and I still don't feel great. Um, but like I said, I'm still waiting on the test results. Just wanted to get it out there uh, and let everybody know uh, what was going on with me, why you haven't seen me on the news. Um, the most disheartening thing to me is that people have been sent home and kind of quarantined because they had been around me just as a precautionary measure, which is good. Uh, but, you know, of course, every day I've had to tell them I still haven't had any test results back, none yet. The doctors are telling me that the labs are so backed up with so many uh, tests that are being done right now that it's just, it's taking too long uh, for them to get test results back. So anyway, just wanted to let everybody know that I'm safe and sound. All right, that was uh, part of Billy's uh, video message earlier. I've been texting with Billy this afternoon and uh, he's going to come on with us tomorrow and we're going to kind of get an idea of where he is. You know, John uh, Forslund who is the play-by-play uh, -play man for your Carolina Hurricanes, uh, stayed in the hotel room that Rudy Gobert stayed in prior, 48 hours prior. They weren't in the same room together. Uh, 48 hours prior. A lot of those NBA and NFL, NHL teams uh, obviously stay in the same hotels uh, with a similar schedule, and, of course, they can accommodate that kind of traveling party. And uh, that's what led to John Forslund's quarantine, which should be coming close to an end now. Uh, John had reported he'd been in pretty good spirits, pretty good shape. So we may try to get John on at some point uh, and talk to him uh, about that whole experience and, uh, and all of that. So uh, our, our, certainly our, our uh, biggest uh, shout-outs and uh, well wishes are going out to our guy, Willie uh, Beaver. Uh, Willie Beaver. Uh, as we call him jokingly all those times, but uh, Billy Weaver. And like I said, I've known Billy for a long, long time, and uh, I've, I've always enjoyed being around Billy, so I hope he's uh, he's doing okay. I've dealt with him professionally and personally, and he's he's a great guy. Uh, and uh, we, will, we will see from there. Uh, Mike Houston spoke today.
Uh, let's grab a break. We'll do our pirate report. Our polls are up. Is that right? On uh, Winston or that is correct. Cam Newton? Already an enormous amount of votes already. Good. Uh, I saw where it's overwhelmingly Cam here early. Yep. Maybe that will change. Who knows? It might. You can go to at 943thegame. Uh, at 94.3 The Game on Twitter and vote in that Twitter poll. And uh, you've got it in some way, shape, or form. I've not seen the Facebook page yet. but uh, it's Yeah, it's on Facebook. Okay, well, you can vote there as well. All right, uh, a timeout. We'll update those numbers. Uh, Jim Zoki coming up at the bottom of the hour. Ben Byron with an update. Panthers also making some other moves uh, today. Uh, ben will have those details in a little bit. We'll hear from Mike Houston straight ahead. Wake up with Clay Travis. Get home with the P-Man on Pitt County's home for sports. 94.3 The Game. Patrick Johnson, every weekday at 5. I know he's a friend of yours, but that guy is bonkers. This is the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Showers tonight. 90% chance of rain. Gracious sakes. That's going to be happening probably after 7, 38 o'clock. Rain overnight and then into the uh, morning hours tomorrow. 60% chance of rain. Down to 46 Wednesday night. 67 and sunny Thursday and then a nice warm-up for the uh, weekend. Friday 79. And it's looking good for the weekend. Uh, Warm temperatures. Fans, uh, Texas Roadhouse is here for your carry-out dinner needs. Family value packs are now available to feed the entire crew and that can be done tonight. Seven different uh, entree options, starting at just nineteen ninety nine. Texas Roadhouse open until uh, nine o'clock, and they're open from, uh, well, I think, uh, in the evenings. Yeah, pretty much uh, open up in the uh, evenings. There, uh, Texas uh, is. Uh, you can bring Texas home to your family tonight with a, a new uh, value pack uh, there. I saw where the Big Hen got him some Texas Roadhouse the other day. Uh, the, uh, all of the, uh, great local restaurants that we, uh, are involved with, uh, including, uh, my good friend Dave Finelli over at, uh, Pops, old fashioned cheeseburgers. Uh, I tell you what I did, and I think we're going to start doing here, especially with our, our local restaurants here is if you go in, order multiple meals. So you could have a couple, you know, like a lunch dinner type of thing. And then lunch the next day, maybe. And have like a meal plan going. Both yeah, I kind of I, I did that uh, today with with uh, Finelli's uh, place there. It was great to see him and his wife. And uh, uh, I think that would be worth doing. I, I also heard this morning, I, I was able to tune in this morning and hear uh, the first part of uh, Henry's show there, Talk of the Town. And Nino's has these really great family uh, meal plans kind of planned out, or family meals on their menu for takeout. Um and that's some great stuff. Nino's is fantastic over there on Red Banks. Okay, uh, let's uh, get to today's pirate report, shall we? And now, Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Mike Houston talked to the media today via conference call, and this is Mike Houston's opening comments. Friday, uh, as, we, as we went into the weekend, was just... You know, encouraging them that they are doing uh, a great job with social distancing uh, and they're protecting themselves and their families uh, and being responsible in that manner. And so, um, you know, I'm concerned about their health and well-being right now. Uh, when we do return from this, you know, obviously, 
you know, and 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 uh, they are doing the best they can right now with their training, and I'm sure we'll get into that uh, here in a little while also. But uh, you know, the number one thing when we get them back is just you know got to kind of evaluate what our fitness level is, uh, and we've got to do a great job of of getting our team back in shape before we can ever think about you know conducting football practice. Um, you know, we were well. I'll tell you what, we were in an incredible place when we left for spring break. And uh, I, I sent them a message that Friday night um, as they went on break of just how excited I was for spring practice and how excited I was about the morale of the team and just where everybody was. Um, and I, I still feel that way. But uh, certainly that's something we're going to have to evaluate closely when we do come back is just you know getting them back to that physical uh, state that we were in. Mike Houston, uh, a little earlier uh, today, he also talked about how his coaching staff is staying engaged with uh, players from the team during the outbreak. Our, our coaches are talking to their their players at their positions daily uh, and all throughout the day. Um, we're doing virtual position meetings twice a week to kind of stay engaged with some football. Um, you know, we're having some dialogue uh, you know, at the end of each day, just of any 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 difficulties we run into with any of the academic, uh, you know, virtual learning that's going on, um, and I'm trying to send them messages, uh, you know, short tidbits daily. Uh, it may be a, it may be a group text to the team. It may be an email to the team. I'm going to shoot a video today to send to them, but just trying to make sure that we all stay engaged. Um, I think that's important. It's just all stay connected. And he talked about his biggest concerns with uh, his team and his program right now. Obviously, uh, his biggest concern is their health and well-being. But beyond that, in a football sense, what is his concern? I think the biggest concern is, um, I think there's two. One, you know, we do have a new defensive staff, and we're installing a new scheme. Uh, and we've done about as much as we can, you know, without going out and actually practicing it, you know. So uh, I am concerned about not having spring practice to, you know, just find out what we what we can do right now uh, schematically. Uh, and the second piece, which is related to that piece also, is, you know, we we are going to be a very young football team in some spots next year. And that youth uh, needed spring practice, uh, and you know they're not going to get spring practice. So um, it's just how can we bring that youth, and, and you're going to see freshmen on the field next year. Uh, how can we bring those guys along uh, as quickly as possible? You know, certainly, uh, I'm excited about the talent in our youth, uh, but they are still young and inexperienced. And uh, this is uh, Mike Houston as we got our pirate report uh, going for you here today, uh, talking about how this uh, coronavirus outbreak has impacted recruiting. Well, you know, the thing that hurts us is, you know, right now we would be having junior days. Uh, we'd be having a lot of uh, rising senior prospects on camp, uh, on campus. Um, you know, we would be having official visits, um, you know, during the month of May. Uh, we would be able to go off campus and see recruits in person uh, during the month of May during the evaluation period. Uh, you know, you're not you're not able to do any of that. 
All right, uh, I don't want to, there's a couple of these I want to get to, and we can always revisit some of these tomorrow uh, because we want to be on time with Jim Zoki from the Panthers Radio Network, given everything going on out in Charlotte. Uh, what, uh, you know, I asked him, has the NCAA reached out to to the coaches in any way? Has there been any kind of word on what may happen with the season? Because, you know, the Olympics were canceled yesterday. Now, the Olympics are a different story as we talked about yesterday a lot of that has to do with uh, all of the trials and the qualifying and that sort of thing you know we're of course driving towards late july and and but but the big thing here is if this were a situation wrapping up you could conceivably start the games if that's all you were doing we're starting the games in other words if countries had their olympic teams already ready to go you probably could do that but because of all the things you have to do just to get ready to field a team for for the Olympics. That is the reason that ga- the games were pushed back. And uh, that was also confirmed, by the way, uh, by uh, the Japanese prime minister today. Uh, I don't think the vote has happened yet, but uh, that was uh, a confirmed report from our guy uh, Dick Pound from yesterday. Yes, that's his name. Uh, the uh, Japanese uh, leadership confirmed that today. Okay, so... Has Coach Houston heard anything from the NCAA? And he kind of talked about, you know, the, the NCAA is probably going to have to could really be flexible and do a lot of things differently going into next football season. Um, we have, uh, you know, as a football program through compliance, we have submitted some um, things for thought uh, to the NCAA. Uh, but, you know, there's going, to, there's going to have to be some common sense um, drastic adjustments made in terms of eligibility, initial eligibility for high school uh, seniors coming out, um, preseason camp, summer workouts, recruiting contacts. I mean, there's just so much that's going to have to be drastically adjusted. Uh, you know, when we do come out of this, that uh, you know, it's it's going to create um, a, you know kind of a new new landscape for us. And on that note, uh, apparently Trevor Lawrence tried to start a GoFundMe for, you know, people that have been badly impacted by this coronavirus deal, and the NCAA has cracked down on him. NCAA is going to NCAA at the end of the day. And while I think they ought to listen to people like Mike Houston and other football coaches on what they need to do, it's best for the sport, they, they clearly will not. Uh Let's get uh, the thing, and you know, I asked him, too, about his, you know, he's obviously got two very energetic, uh, great family, but two energetic uh, young kids, two sons at home, and he talked about some of the things that uh, they had been doing, and he's been able to spend some more time with them this time of year where he normally may not be able to. I found out last night that I'm not very good at Call of Duty versus my 11-year-old. Um, so, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, we, 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 we have gotten a little bit of time and, you know, Amanda and I were talking uh, just yesterday, just, you know, this has forced us to slow down a little bit. You know, um, I slept a little bit later in the morning. Uh, I'm not quite up as early as I had been. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there for dinner each night. Uh, that's not the norm. Um, so, you know, you have as a family had a lot more time together, which is probably a really positive thing. Uh, certainly for us, it has been, and probably for, for everybody's families. But, uh, you know, my, my wife, you know, right now she's doing her best um, elementary school teacher impersonation. Um, so she had to learn a few things that she's forgotten from about 25, 30 years ago. 
So, uh, you know, she's the one that's got the real task right now. So keeping those two wrangled and, and, and getting anything done with schoolwork. All right, we'll get to some more of that tomorrow. So let's uh, save that as uh, something we can get to tomorrow or later in the week, Ben. Uh, that is today's Pirate Report. Oh, there's no clothes? Okay, that's fine. Does the clothes have the corona? Is the No, there's not one, I don't think. All right, uh, my bad. We'll move on. Uh, ben Byram, he's standing by, I know that. Panthers making roster moves, plural. Jim Zoki on the big one. Byram now with some more. Take it away, Ben. Thanks, Patrick. Ben Barm here. If you're 94 through the game sports update, the Panthers continuing to make moves in the offseason, starting off with the decision to release quarterback Cam Newton after it was reported that there was no interest in trade talks from teams such as the Chargers and the Bears. Many reports claim that Cam Newton had a physical yesterday in Atlanta and passed and was completely healthy, with both, both his shoulder and foot checking up very well. The decision to release Newton clears up $19.1 million in cap space, with only $2 million in dead money. The Panthers, in turn, used some of that cap space to sign former Jets wide receiver Robbie Anderson. Anderson signed a deal worth $20 million over two years, with $12 million coming in that first year. And the financial details of P.J. Walker's contract have finally been released. Walker is set to earn $1.5 million over two years, with a $150,000 signing bonus and $25,000 workout deal. Elsewhere around the league, another XFL star gets snagged up. This time, Jordan Tiamu signing with the Chiefs. Former Buccaneers running back Peyton Barber signs a two-year deal with the Redskins worth $3 million. Dallas Cowboys Pro Bowl center Travis Frederick announces his retirement at 29 years old after battling an autoimmune disease. ECU football head coach Mike Houston held a press conference addressing the status of spring football practices and his plans to keep the team prepared for not only the coronavirus, but the season ahead during these trying times. Here's Houston laying out his plan to keep the team healthy. Yeah, Coach uh, Coach Williams has uh, created a uh, body weight workout uh, for those that don't have access to the gym. Uh, I would, uh, you know, he, he is in constant contact with uh, the players, he and his staff, and so they are monitoring, you know, what the players are doing on a daily basis. Um, he knows who has access and who does not have access. Um, so they've really kind of tailored the workouts based on the situations that each uh, player is in. The Pirates are scheduled to kick off the season August 29th, week zero of the college football season against Marshall, a game in Dowdy Ficklin meant to commemorate the 50th anniversary of those we lost from the tragic plane crash on November 14th, 1970. And the 2020 Tokyo Summer Olympics have been postponed due to the coronavirus pandemic. It has been officially confirmed by the Japanese Prime Minister that the Games will be set back to a later date in 2021. For your 94.3 The Game Sports Update, I'm Ben Barham. More from the Patrick Johnson Show after this quick timeout. Patrick Johnson. For a guy who thinks he's cool, you're sure no fun. This is the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. We could all use something sweet right about now. And we have the perfect thing for you. Yes, we do. Did you know that Krispy Kreme delivers? What's better than dozens at your door? I'll tell you what's better. Nothing. KrispyKreme.com. You can go there and order your favorite varieties with cream-filled, chocolate-iced, 
strawberry ice, the famous original glaze, many, many more. Krispy Kreme has something for everyone in the family. The uh, hot light was on earlier today. The line was wrapped around to the street, out of the road. So get Krispy Kreme delivered today. That way, if you do go out, you want to hit the drive-thru, you don't get caught up in all that. Let's do it all online, baby. Krispy Kreme. Uh, when I said uh, we could all use something sweet, I'm sure Jim Zoki thought that was his intro. Our good friend Jim Zoki joins us from the Panthers Radio Network. Jim, uh, what's new? Uh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> you got donuts. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> uh, look, I think we all could use a donut right now, right? Nothing wrong with that. We, we could all use a dozen donuts right yes, now. Yes, at donuts. least. Absolutely. At least. Uh, I'm glad that was not my intro. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, thank you for being with us. For a couple of weeks, you got your wish of more Patrick Johnson on the radio, but now we're back on the local show. So we're, you know, but that's fine. Cause hey, that, you, you can't sustain that. Yeah. yeah that three hours. Whoo. Three. Oh, that's three, like a job. Three hours. It's like a job. Yes. I mean, this is a, this is like a hobby. That's like a job. <laughs> when you start doing that much. All right. Let's cut Jim off now with this hobby talk. We, yeah, <laughs> the, the Hintons don't need to hear that. Okay. Uh, Jim, uh, First of all, I mean, and let's uh, that Cam Newton news, you know, is, is kind of going where we thought it was going to end up ultimately. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, if you're going to be the Panthers and make this move, you might as well do it when there's a global pandemic and a shelter in place in your city. <laughs> Although, uh, for those who are on social media, the, the pandemic would seem at moments to take a backseat to the news of. Cam Newton, even though we had a whole week to get ready for this one after last week's uh, agreement of terms with Teddy Bridgewater and saying that Cam could seek a trade, once you announce that, you pretty much take the leverage away of any possibility of getting even a a, a late pick. But, um, you yeah, know, I guess we all saw it coming to some degree because let's say they got a sixth or seventh round pick, would that have changed the mood? Any uh, for those that were uh, Cam fans, not at all, he'd still be gone and, and all this. So it's probably best for him to have a pick of where to go. Although it'll be interesting, Patrick, beyond the Panthers part is, is where will he go? I mean, there's really not that many openings for starting quarterbacks in this league. He may have to go uh, compete for being in a backup position for a year, maybe go the route of Teddy Bridgewater and, and be somewhere for a year and, and get back to where uh, you're starting quarterback again. It's like, cause the spots are gone. Do you, there's a report that he obviously tested very well in his workouts with the doctor mm-hmm. Down in Atlanta, I believe. I think the Panthers right. were involved with that. His team and management were involved in that. Uh, and uh, if he is, uh, and we talked a little bit about this last week, if he's healthy, uh, you know, he may not be the Cam Newton that he was when he won the MVP in 2015. But he's if he's healthy and and mentally uh, has kind of hit the reset button, he could still be quite a formidable quarterback in this league. Yeah, I mean. Um... I mean, let's be real. Ryan Hoyer or Cam Newton? Yeah. Tyrod Taylor or Cam Newton? You look at teams that you might possibly be interested in looking at a starting quarterback, he'd be, uh, again, for a season, a big upgrade for those teams uh, and then see what happens with his contract after that. So I I agree with you. If there's no injury concerns and he's healthy, um, you know, this is a former MVP of the league. He's not going to go running for probably 800 yards, but he's going to be, and giving you the best he can, obviously, in a contract year to show what he can do out there. What is the hit on the Panthers as far as the cap hit on this? 
Yeah, that part I'm not sure about. It's a good question. Actually. I'm not sure. Obviously, his contract was $19 million. Now that they've got to the process of releasing him and someone picks him up, I'm not sure how much they're on the hook for once that comes. I've not seen that uh, as far as the dollar amount goes. Um, I do remember years ago when they released our now broadcast partner, Jake DeLome. Jake was the highest paid player in the league that year. The Panthers were still on the hook for like $13 million, and the Browns were paying him seven. You know, way back when, in the early, you know, what, uh, mid-2000s, I should say, yeah. Jake was making $20 million that one year. He was the highest-paid player in the league that one That's year. That's like $120 million in today's money, right? <laughs> I don't know. What's the, what's the, uh, I have what's no the idea. stock market today? <laughs> uh, I know it's up today. <laughs> yeah, Ben Byer, yeah, up 2,100 points. The biggest single point gain ever in a, in a day, so... That's good. Uh, no, yeah, Ben. Different, yeah. yeah, it is. Ben just told me uh, two million on the Panthers uh, cap this year, which I, there seems you go. a little so low, that. but that's still still two million dollars. So, uh, Jim Zoki, Panthers Radio Network, uh, joining us uh, in uh, Charlotte, where he is uh, under a, uh, a a lockdown essentially, as is the entire stay at uh, home. Area. Words matter. We're told we're we're told to stop the uh, was it shelter in place? Yeah. It is not it is the stay. Stay at home. Okay. Which I've always been a big fan of, anyways. Uh, so the fact well, that they're, you know, here's the thing. thing. My wife is uh, is uh, is an introvert, and <laughs> you, you know, it's it takes pulling teeth sometimes to go to things. You know what I mean? And I'm not mm-hmm. knocking her. I mean, we we she would she would tell you this if she would talk to you. And she, <laughs> maybe I'll go on her show one day. <laughs> you're right. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a, a, like a three or four hour show. You you would enjoy that one much more. So. I can't get her to stay home now. She wants to go somewhere every day now. This is this is insane. This is what's crazy. To just me. because she's been told. Yes, yeah, just because she. Yes. So it's it's she's doing the opposite of what she's you know kind of the contrarian, if you will. It's like that thing where they said you know don't touch your face. Like suddenly my nose itch like all the time. All the time. All and I'm and I'm it's it's I'm trying to find things to you know scratch with that I that I it's just it's 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 amazing Jim it really is it's amazing it's trying it's trying yeah it is it is uh so the panthers you know the Kyle Allen move was interesting to me uh with PJ Walker of course being the former temple guy that's the connection there and it seems like everybody who's ever played for uh Matt Rule in in uh, Philadelphia or in uh, Waco is is going to be on this roster this year but yeah. uh, the the Allen deal is interesting to me because that, that tells me there's a a certain level of trust and comfort with Ron Rivera with Kyle Allen. Yeah, as far as what Washington is yeah. doing, yeah, it was interesting too because many thought that would be the destination for Cam Newton with Haskins there. That it wouldn't hurt to have a veteran one year quarterback come in and take some pressure off Haskins. You know, familiarity with Ron Rivera that that seemed like probably the the leading possibility for Cam Newton. So when they the old switcheroo yesterday, uh, and then you you get a fifth round pick for the backup quarterback, and you get nothing for the former MVP. It kind of shows you a sign of the times of where things are. Uh, so yeah, for for Ron, yeah, they're obviously they're doing like they do in Buffalo with Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean. And Buffalo's loaded with Carolina connection guys, Redskins. You know, so much of that coaching staff, let alone that some of the players are bringing in yeah. our former Panther guys. And the you know, overseeing, as you said, with Matt Rule. Um, yeah, just going to throw us out there. Bob Saget went to Temple. So just keep an eye out that that could happen <laughs> at, at some point. What was the name of the character on Full House, Zoki? Do you know? Do you That's remember? Oh, it's funny. There's, a, there's Uncle Joey. Right. I'm trying to remember what was Bob Saget. There's Uncle there. Jesse, who is, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Stamos. John Stamos. The, the, and what uh, was Bob Saget's name? It was Danny something. 
Google this. Danny. Man. Danny. But he was the sports guy in San Francisco. Remember that? Yes, I he, do remember he that. He was the sports guy. And I thought, there's no way on earth this guy is a sports anchor. This is not believable casting with Bob Saget. It just didn't <laughs> seem like it was very believable uh, casting. And then who knew what a potty mouth he had after the show went and he started doing a stand-up routine. Yeah, he did. Oh, boy. And that was something. Uh, we had him in studio about about two years ago. He was walking through because we have the WBTV Channel 3 yeah. in our building. And he was walking down. And I just opened the door. He was walking through. He was done with that. I said, do you want to come do some radio? He's like, sure. And then we sat up now and go, oh, what have I done? <laughs> because <laughs> you know how he is. <laughs> he works a little blue. Anything, but he works a little blue. He, he does the blue. But uh, he was, you know, it was morning drive. And uh, he, he came close on one word. But it, was, it worked out okay. Uh, Danny Tanner, Ben Byram tells me, is the Danny character. Tanner. Yeah. So there was I learned so much on your show. There, well, see, that's we we have to cram it all into one hour. That's why, uh, joke. That's yeah. why. Uh, <laughs> the the closest I came, um, you have to Google this too, Ben. He was the Asian comedian on uh, Mad TV. Lee is his name. I cannot think. Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee okay. red eyed one night into Raleigh and did my morning show in Raleigh. And that's the closest I've come to thinking I would ever get thrown off the air. <laughs> because I don't think, I think whatever he took to red eye there, he was still on or coming off of. I could not determine which. <laughs> that was, and then the guy who did Goat Boy on Saturday Night Live, who was that, Ben? Maybe Zoki knows this one. Uh, was that um, Chris Catan? No, it wasn't Chris Catan. Chris Catan was a little grumpy at the time. I, I, he was a monkey. He did the monkey. Yeah, he did the, apple the yeah, food. yeah. He was a little grumpy. No, this was, uh, gosh, I cannot believe I cannot remember this. Uh, Jim Brewer. That was the other time I thought I might get thrown oh, yeah, off the Jim air. Oh, yeah, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, he, he, he would put, Jim Brewer was cognizant, unlike uh, the Lee guy. But he took it right up to, like, the envelope, the edge of the envelope. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure you've had one of those, Zoki. Let's, let, what's the closest thing you've had to, like, the interview going, oh, gosh, I don't want it to go where it's going? We had, um, you know, Roman Gabriel used to be with us. Yes. Broadcast and we had him on the morning show join us, and he got fired up about Lee Steinberg, the agent yeah. at that time, who was, I think, Kerry Collins' agent. And he, he dropped a, a bad word on the air on Morning Drive about Lee, you know, 7 in the morning about Lee Steinberg. He just was on the phone calling in from uh, down in Little River, wherever he was, Myrtle Beach area at that time. <laughs> <laughs> And we were on we were on location, so there was like no hitting the button or you know whatever, yeah, no dump button. So you know that's that was Roman though. He just kind of said what he wanted to say. A little Charlotte Lore right there. That, that story, yes, right. A little Charlotte yes. Lore. That story. UNC State fans out there, yeah. The uh, the, <laughs> the great Jim Zoki with us uh, here, uh, Jim. Uh, I appreciate things very much. I guess uh, we're still. Uh, it, it, this is uh, Teddy Bridgewater's uh, crowd right now. This is his team at this, you know, at this moment. You know, it's interesting. You know, the cupboard is not bare. They added Robbie Anderson today. I'm sure you saw that. The yes. former New York Jets wide receiver. You got CMC, best running back in the league, I think. Uh, you got DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. And I think you know, Bridgewater, to me, is, is, is quality quarterback. So if they can get the line going, I think on offense with Joe Brady, uh, this could be really interesting. I'm wondering when they're going to start addressing the defense. Maybe that's what the three days of the draft will be all about, but uh, it'll be interesting. They need some more help on the O-line and a uh, lot, long way to go on the defensive side, but uh, at least it doesn't look as bleak, I think, overall uh, in terms of just yeah. the, this whole setup of this team as it did maybe a week or so ago. And then we have put out on our uh, social media poll 
who would you take as your starting quarterback now, or who would you sign, Cam Newton or Jameis Winston? Cam Newton is leading the Twitter poll with 80%. I think it's a little more split on the Facebook side. Uh, so what would you go with, Jim Zoki? You know, we're just talking about for a season and just that, I would go with Cam. The thing about Winston is he's capable of such high highs, but the lows, I mean, Oof. to be – to be 30 picks, I mean, that's unprecedented. I mean, basically they could do an ESPN 30 for 30 of his touchdowns and interceptions and, and make that an episode. <laughs> he had 33 and 30 last year. That's, that's unprecedented. Jim, uh, I think that, it, you, you can't win with that. You can't win no, with 30. No, you cannot. No, there's no way. And, I mean, I just – the game against the Panthers in London, I mean, he, he before yeah. they even could get out of the starting gate, he basically lost the game for him. He does. He, dig, he digs holes, and then, like you said, he can get streaky, get can get hot. Obviously, another guy was the number one overall pick and all that national championship, but uh, very similar out of college as Cam. But uh, yeah, for a one year rental, uh, I would I would go with uh, Cam Newton at this point for sure. Uh, we'll check back in with you in a few weeks and see uh, where you are at that point in uh, stay be right here. Yeah, I'll well, be that's, right here. That's what I mean. We'll April sixteenth. Oh, is it that long? Okay, all right. It's still, I guess, up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's they're allowed to change it, but you know what they're saying is April sixteenth for the the stay at home, and it's probably my first day not going into work. I've been going into work since I, I now found out at this late date that I'm not essential. So th- I'm taking that news a little hard about <laughs> being qualified as not essential. At okay, this point. well, but are you are you doing your thing from home? Is that how that's working? Yeah, broadcasting okay. from home. Well, that'll be so fun. You're a broadcast guy, right? There's this app called uh, uh, Lucy Live, L-U-C-I, mm-hmm. and you just, uh, it's an app on the phone, and uh, I, I would never be able to connect it to the Converse at the radio station without an engineer, but once they gave me all the numbers with the dots and all that, yeah. I just hit a button, and I go live on the air, talking into my phone just like this, and the difference for those who are in radio, which is most of you out there, is you sound as if you're in the studio yeah. as opposed to being on a cell phone. And it's just amazing technology we have now. We have uh, that on some of our uh, phones and devices, and then we have, uh, which is a Comrex product, Opal, which yep. uh, Capital... We use that for the Panthers yeah, broadcast. Yep. Capital Broadcasting uh, uses that, actually. So, uh, Hey, and a lot of people around our station who are doing shows from home now are, are doing that because of social, social distancing. Uh, hey, Jim, uh, stay safe out there. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Hi, Patrick. Thanks. Always great to talk to Jim Zoki, the great Jim Zoki with us uh, here. Uh, President speaking now, and uh, I'm sure that'll go on and on and on as it did the other day. We'll take a break because Ben has uh, a look of fear in his eyes, and uh, we'll return, wrap things up on this Tuesday. Clay Travis and Dan Patrick in the morning. David Glenn middays. The Herd and P-Man in the afternoon. This is where the Pirate Nation comes to talk sports. 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. The Patrick Johnson Show. He's the perfect stud muffin. He's a menace to society. Every weekday at 5 on 94.3 The Game. Shout out to uh, Jim Zoki for coming by today. Panthers have released Cam Newton in case you've been uh, sheltered in place and just got to the radio. We'll see who picks Cam up. 80% in our poll say they would take him on Twitter. You can vote there at 94.3 The Game. We've also got Facebook if you want to leave a smart aleck comment, and plenty of you are. Uh, we will have uh, Dr. Perrin Jones on with us tomorrow, and uh, 
Billy Weaver scheduled to join us. In case you missed that too, Billy is uh, dealing with what he believes to be coronavirus because a flu test came back negative, and he has uh, no word yet on his uh, coronavirus test. So we give uh, wish Billy the very, very best. Uh, we'll look forward to catching up with him tomorrow. And uh, maybe some more, too, of uh, the comments from uh, Coach Houston we didn't get to today. All right, Ben, uh, go ahead and put that hazmat, that homemade redneck hazmat suit on and uh, get yourself home. I got my gloves ready. I'd say. Have a great evening. Be safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow.